Hey everyone, and welcome back to BPX Breakroom. Broadcast live each Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. A show that breaks down all the opportunities and explanations in the Block Packs ecosystem. I'm Discord user Jen Khan, not just host of BPX Breakroom, but also one of the largest whales in the BPX ecosystem. And now, without further delay, let's hear from this week's guest co-host. Well, Jen, are you excited for this week with your special guest, uh, James? I am very excited. What do you, what do you, what is the one thing that you're hoping to hear from him today? Um, I don't know. I'm just more interested, um, being from the old over the hill side of the, the spectrum here. (laughs) It's, it'll be interesting to talk talk to one of the youngins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, it is interesting, James perspective, and you'll have to ask him in his Twitter profile. I see him skateboarding down a country road. And uh, I'd like to know how much he actually skateboards, if that's more from a while ago or if that's like in everyday life. The other thing is it looks like, a, you know, it's not an urban skate park. So I'm like, how 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 much skateboarding territory does he have in that area? Like, did he grow up in a country place? Sorry, but that go, feeding off that youth thing is that, yeah, when I see that, it looks like a great country road. But I'm also thinking like, man, that, that must have been a rough place to skateboard growing up. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that picture actually, um, I used to longboard a lot, and I still have my longboard. I don't, I don't get out there and skate as much as I used to. But um, I started longboarding around the end of high school, and um, through that, my senior year of high school, we just found a few places in Florence where it was either hills or a smooth path to just kind of skate and cruise down. So that particular path is like. It's like two miles long. It's a lot of people out there in Florence like to walk or run up and down it. But um, me and my friends would just go out there and, and just cruise sometimes. Um, you can get a, like two or three pushes and cruise a pretty long way on a longboard. So that was kind of our fun pastime back in the day. Back in the day. Oh my <laughs> like two years ago. Back in the day for me, it's like 25 years. <laughs> Um, okay, I think I think we'll uh, officially kick it off now. So um, I just wanted to welcome everyone to the BPX break room. I am Discord Jen Khan, and I am extremely excited today to talk uh, to BPX James, who is my co-host um, today, and. For those of you that know him, hopefully we'll get a little more out of him. For those of you that don't, hopefully you'll get to know him. Um, so very excited. And as always, we encourage anyone to come up on stage, ask a question, or you can ping one in the Twitter comments here or on Discord. We'll try and catch you guys. Um, and let's see. So normally I start off with an icebreaker. So my icebreaker for today, James is where did it go um would you rather take the red pill or the blue pill when approached by morpheus in the matrix hmm i'm gonna be honest jen (laughs) oh no don't tell me come on the youth is gonna show here 
because I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen this, this movie before, but I'm telling you, I cannot remember off the top of my head what these <laughs> what these pills are. <laughs> that is so great. Let me see. I'm like speechless <laughs> at the moment. I thought for sure. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So basically. Uh, the red pill and the blue pill. They're trying to see if you want to be fully awake. Um, if you want, like, the real world, everything, you know, it, it, here it is. Hit you smack in the face. That's the red pill. Or if you want to believe in all of the uh, simulations and everything, like, pretend world that you know, they put you in, you can take the blue pill, and then you don't have to remember all of the the real stuff. So basically it's, do you want real truth and deal with that? Or do you want the kind of the fantasy uggle about my daily day, not really knowing what's going on? Um, in that case, I'm definitely going with, um, it sounds like the harsh truth there. So I, I'm definitely going with the, the, red pill. Yeah, the reality of, of time and, um, I, I, I get the, the difference there from your explanation. I mean, for me, I, I think I just like, um, I don't know, I, I'm, I guess I'm a kind of tougher skin guy. I kind of like um, bluntness in people and just just being straightforward with things. So um, I think that sounds like the pill for me. Okay. So you don't, you don't like the whole, I want to live in oblivion kind of thing. You want the, whether it's, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's whatever, you just, you'll deal with that and and move through it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I like to, I like to think I can roll with the punches. Okay, cool. I will take that. Um, okay, so let's see. We'll, we'll jump into some of the questions. I guess the, the first thing, um, even though uh, a lot of the people here know you already, um, I think a bunch of people, as with many with Discord IDs, we have kind of a, a vision of who and what you are in our head based on interactions on the keyboard and the emojis. Now, granted, we have uh, had a little bit more exposure to you with all of the YouTube videos and everything you've been doing in regards to the auction, which we will get to in a minute. But um, can you just give us kind of a, a brief background of you in real life and Web3, just so everyone can get a little bit better idea of who you are, kind of where you came from, what you're interested in. Yeah, so um, for those who don't know, I'm James. Um, James Bush, actually, I do like the first and last name combo there sometimes. But um, so yeah, I am 25 years old. Um, we're headquartered here in Columbia, South Carolina, and I've been in South Carolina myself now for, gosh, um, 15 or 16 years total of my life. Um, so I went to high school down in Florence and college here in Columbia at the University of South Carolina, where I majored in advertising. So I finished school in 2020. Um, I actually technically finished on spring break because of, of COVID that year. Um, but yeah, finished up there. And then afterwards, um, I'm pretty sure Frenchie has mentioned, um, for those who don't know, he has a advertising and marketing agency. So um, I ended up coming on the team there in 2020. And yeah, shortly after, about about 10 months to a year after coming on the team, we ended up launching Block Packs. And 
yeah, that's just kind of when um, shifted gears and, and shifted focus and started helping out a lot with that as that project was was being birthed. And that was pretty much my introduction to um, NFTs. I won't say Web3 as a whole. Um, somewhere around, I'd say, early 2020 is when I started to get familiar with cryptocurrencies and um, just a little bit about how the blockchain works. So my introduction was very much just uh, the coins and kind of like, oh, you know, how can I invest in Bitcoin? How can I invest in Ethereum kind of thing? Um, whereas once we started block packs, it, it just opened up so many layers of, of what this thing actually is and, and how deep it runs. Very cool. See, I, I, not that I would know a lot about you. I mean, I did meet you in, in real life um, at nationals last year and we talked a little bit, but um, it's always, I always find it interesting to figure out where people came from and how they got to um, where they are in life. So that was interesting. I, I find that um, cool that you actually started off on the advertising side of things and then got pulled into two block packs. Um, and I'm assuming that you don't want to go back. Would that be <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love block packs. Don't get me wrong. I, I love advertising, <laughs> marketing, all things. Um, and I love all the projects here that they're to offer. But um, yeah, block packs have definitely grown on me and collecting has grown on me so much that um, I just enjoy it on a day to day now for sure. So now I'm curious. So do you have your own, um, I'm assuming you do, your own wallet and little collection of of NFTs and Web3 things? Yeah, so it's, it's actually really interesting there. Um, so I got started, um, obviously, with, with Web3 and NFTs around the time Blockpacks launched. So I was in a similar situation as a lot of the community where it's like, you know, Blockpacks is my introduction to this thing, let me kind of branch out, see what some of these other projects are like. Um, so I, it was around late 2021, early 2022, when I was more so um, scouting and kind of keeping my eye open to, to what's coming and, and other projects like that. But um, I've, since, since I'd say maybe mid, maybe around Q2, Q3 of 2022. My wallet is now mainly um, assets from the BPX ecosystem. So um, parrots, geeks, moments, things like that. Um, it's just, it's all started to grow on me. And Jeff kind of gave us that that green light at one point to kind of hop in the RAS too. So um, been able to hop in there and, and have some fun. So that's the, the bulk of, of my digital collection for sure. I, I definitely understand um, that mine is as well. Um, I have ventured out a couple times and not had as much fun. So I always circle back. Um, so have you uh, won anything yet? Or no, you, you guys, you do the, oh, you've done the res. Have you chased anything? So I, I was lucky enough. I hit an instant win in, um, I think that was reindeer games um and that was that was one of the electronic prizes actually it was a nintendo switch so that was that was a cool win but um i've actually i've fallen on the wrong end of things with the coin flip so 
Um, Trevor Lawrence is my favorite player in the NFL right now and a guy I've been looking to collect and grab more more cards of. So there was a Trevor Lawrence, um, it was a Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson dual autograph. And I was up for the coin flip and ended up losing in that one. And gosh, there was another card. Um, I want to say it was um, Pistol Pete Maravich. I think that's who it was. Yeah, because that one was a pretty cool card, but it wasn't something that I was actually chasing. I, I hit a sweet 16 of that one and, and just let it ride and ended up losing the coin flip there. But it's, it's been pretty exciting, even um, even with the losses. I mean, you have fun through, during the process. It's always it's always an adrenaline rush down to the, the last flip, you know, when you, you have that moment. And, of course, the way the rise works, you have that option of, of trading or selling. So, you know, when you lose, you, you kind of live with it. But it's definitely been fun to, to get into that aspect because early on it was kind of like users could – could have so much fun, but I kind of like to to experience it from that user perspective. So I really know like what's what. So um, it's definitely been a, a fun time. Oh, that's great! Yeah, I was so happy when uh, when we had heard a while back that Frenchie was letting you guys kind of dabble and be able to to play with us. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, so. Along the whole, you know, Raz chasing a card, we now um, have the auctions, which are now the the latest and greatest um, thing, along with the BPX token, which you need to bid with. Um, so I think you and, and Cooper have basically kind of been running with the whole auction thing. And I've watched a couple of your uh, YouTube videos where you're selecting the pieces and you guys have a, a nice back and forth about the players and the cards and and everything like that. Um, and I'm very amazed at the level of detail and stats and, and everything that you guys are able to come up with to talk about all these cards. Um, so that's very impressive. Um, so do you want to give people maybe a, a brief overview of of the auction system and kind of um, where we are right now, what you guys are looking to do, maybe the cadence and um, the different types of auctions we have. Yeah, so um, basically, um, as you said, you know, we've, we've built our auction platform. And right now we have, um, I want to say about over 400, um, right over 400 items left on consignment to go out and um, weekly to and, and on thereafter. But the general cadence that we're following with that is um, throwing our, I say throwing, but <laughs> posting our consignment options, our, our consignment cards for auction on a weekly basis. So we have those closing every Sunday night right now. Um, those are ending at nine o'clock with the extended bidding period following after. And we've been trying to go with a thematic thing so far throughout the week. So we had our first Monster Monday just the other night. That was a huge sale. Um, huge Joe Burrow National Treasures RPA. So that was a pretty cool sale to see. Um, but we also have some fun stuff coming. We have Wax Wednesday coming next week. Um, so people will be able to bid on sealed boxes. Um, we got a variety of sports and sets and things like that. I know a lot of people in our community have been asking for, for that for a while. So that's something that'll be pretty fun to see. Um, we have our TCG auction live now. So 
Um, that's just a bunch of Pokemon and um, mixing in some some Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh and things like that for, for guys who are interested in those things. And then we also have Throwback Thursday coming. Um, so that's just going to be pretty much older cards. Um, I don't want to say it's, it's all going to be specifically vintage. We might have some stuff that falls in the, the 80s or 90s there sometimes too. But um, that'll be pretty fun because I know we have a lot of guys who do like to collect vintage. So um, I'm pretty sure guys will really enjoy that. And then we also have um, Wacky Wednesday where we'll kind of have um, some different things, items like tickets and um, comics and just different types of collectibles that we want to give a, a space to kind of highlight in a way that doesn't kind of have them hidden among so many other cards and things. But um, that's generally the cadence we're, we're working with for as, as far as how we're grouping these things. The consignments, we've just been rolling out randomly, um, kind of just, as you said in the YouTube videos, we're pretty much just selecting a number, trying to keep it um, tiered off by values so we still kind of fall in a certain certain pool there but that's generally how we've been building these things oh and i i, I can't fail to um mention we have flash sale friday as well or not we <laughs> flash sale friday was the original it's now going to be our our rapid auction wednesday so that'll be live tonight too so that's another special twist um of the auctions that'll be cool to see oh yes that's the one where we have a. Uh... Frenchie, the auctioneer? Yeah, Frenchie's going to hop on live, and it'll be in Discord tonight at 9, and, and guys will pretty, pretty much just be able to bid for, for all the items we have up for grabs there. It'll be pretty fast-paced, but um, for people who are um, more familiar in the hobby, it won't be new for them. It might be new for some others, but it should be pretty fun. Okay, and just to remind anyone who's listening who wants to get involved in that or any of the other auctions that you just talked about um all of these auctions to participate you need to have the bpx reward token um, which is available via uniswap um and you can check out either the twitter pages or jump into discord to get the actual link address um for that so that'll be a lot of fun um so james what in your opinion what is the what do you think works best or has worked best in the auction? Maybe something you were a little hesitant about or something you didn't think would would work or worried about that, you know, went really well. Um, are you, I'm, I'm making sure I'm clear on your question. Are you talking more so about the, the items up for grabs in the auctions? Um, or anything, well, we can do the auctions uh specifically for i mean uh generally in the the auction just the whole release of it how you guys set everything up how we as the community responded to it was there anything that you guys were kind of worried about that that wouldn't go or you know whether it's you know zero bids or you know the site crashing or i don't know you know um anything you guys were concerned about Nothing, nothing major concerning, I'd say. Um, I know amongst me and the guys, we were just, I wouldn't say concerned, but we were definitely really interested to see, you know, us being um, newer and starting out with auctions, you know, where do these final bids end? Um, so that was something that we were just kind of interested to watch and see. Um, 
I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't say it was a, a concern per se, but um, generally speaking, we felt really confident rolling this thing out. I mean, our devs are, are really good with um, their building skills. So I was really confident with Jim um, Entropy and what he was able to build and, and what him and his team were able to do for us. So um, yeah, I was, I, I was feeling good about it. Still am feeling good about it. Um, been pretty good to see these first few auctions um, too with, with the performance they've been getting. So. Were there any, so now talking specific auction items, was there anything, what was maybe the one biggest surprise? Um, the biggest surprise thus far has definitely been some of the items we saw as as um, maybe lower value items. Um, some of those things have, have seen <laughs> some high prices for closing and uh, we kind of touched on it in another spaces. Um, with the alpha auction, it was kind of just like, you know, are people putting a premium on these because they are the first auction per se? Um, but even in our first weekly, it wasn't to the same extent, but there were a few items that we were kind of looking at and we thought, you know, maybe this is, um, you know, a lower 50 to to $100 card, um, whereas somebody else is valuing it higher than us. So I think that's been um, the most interesting thing so far. Very cool. And so I, a personal question that I had for you, um, because I always find it extremely interesting when you get on the YouTube videos and you pick these these cards at random and what there was, I forget how many consigned cards, 400. Yeah, we, we've got left, we have um, right over 400 right now, but I've, we were right under our right at 500 when we started out. Right, and so when you pick, you randomize the list and you pick the ones that are gonna be um, consigned in the, the latest auction that you're pulling for, and then you and Coop have this conversation about it. Are these, do you do research to learn all this information or is this just all things that you have known from growing up and being involved in sports and following players? And so it's just stuff that comes easy to you or are there certain, you know, whether it's the, the people laugh at me because I still call it the WWE or F, I don't know, whatever it was before it changed names 17 times, but so do you actually look at the list of cards and like actually have to say, oh, I don't know what the heck this is and go research it? Or do you kind of know all the sports stuff? Um, so, yeah, generally I've, I've been big on sports my entire life. Um, I started out playing basketball as a young kid and, and kind of picked up football and soccer and golf and some other things through the years. So I've always been a... <laughs> A spectator at the professional level. Baseball is the one sport that um, it wasn't so much in the forefront for me growing up. But um, when me and Coop hop on those videos, it's great because Coop has a really great knowledge on all sports. Um, baseball is his sport. He he's a, a former player. Um, he's pretty good too. So yeah, he he knows a lot about the baseball cards to kind of fill in for where I'm blank there, and then. Um, to football and basketball, we're just both pretty knowledgeable. So um, he's definitely more knowledgeable in the card aspect and um, speaking to, you know, sets and particular things like that, um, parallels and, and different things like that that might actually pique someone's interest in the particular card. But as far as the players, yeah, it's just, 
it's pretty much just knowledge we already have. Um, when we end up going through and actually looking at the cards and, you know, maybe we want to highlight them on social or um, uh, things like that, we do kind of do our, our due diligence and research there to kind of fact check and make sure we're good. But, yeah, for the YouTube, it's just pretty much off the dome, everything we, we know about those guys. Well, I had to commend you guys because that's that's pretty impressive because with all of those different categories and sports and everything else, um, that's a lot of stuff to, to keep in your head. So kudos for that. Um, so with all, did you have any involvement in creating any of the names for these auctions? Were any of them your ideas? Just curious. Um, you mean the like our how we group them into these thematic type names? Yes. Yeah. So that was pretty much yep. a collective. Um, I actually, I, I don't, I know I was. It was kind of like us, us all in a room and and kind of just brainstorming and bouncing thoughts off each other, trying to trying to figure out some names there. So I definitely helped. I, I won't say that one is is the James creation or anything like that. But um, yeah, that was definitely a collective team effort. Very cool. And so we were talking about your wallet and what projects you owned and um, that probably BP is probably the majority of your wallet. So we all know that BP has different silos of projects. So which one is your favorite? Ooh, um, I'm going to have to say the Block Packs Raz still wins for me. Um, I'm really excited about HTH. Um, that's another one that I think will be pretty fun. Um, I'm really familiar with fantasy sports and um, like we just said, just sports as a whole. So I think that one will be pretty fun. But the Raz is, it's exciting. It really touches into like, you go into that last day of the Raz knowing you're still in it and it just kind of changes your whole mood for the day. Um, and it, it's it's an incomparable feeling, honestly. So the Raz definitely has been the funnest for me. So you like the adrenaline rush? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the next Raz will definitely, because I try and I'm, I'm working down my list of um, team members that I have traded with. And I don't think I have traded with you yet. So we have to make that happen in this next round. Yeah, for sure. I, I admittedly, I have a, a bad habit of um, either going with a rip and ride or literally just um, what's what's happened in the last few is I'm looking at these Trevor Lawrence cards and um, particularly they've been landing in the Sweet 16. So it's kind of changed up, you know, how I'm looking at the, the drop in. Um, I'll be honest, <laughs> the Trevor Lawrence stuff is, is what I'm looking at the most. So it's kind of shifted how I'm, I'm trying to trade when I do or if I'm buying on secondary during the drop. Um, looking at those cards where it's like it's just a, a lot less as far as owners. Uh, yeah, so I'll have to, we'll have to see. See now, do you have say in, in what goes into the res? You got to make sure there's a Lawrence in there. So we've been letting Coop build the the drops lately. I, I I'll throw something in his ear sometimes. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe we should look at this one. But um, <laughs> I don't have um 
have any say there as far as what's going in. Coop builds the drops. Jeff will have um, have some say too, and maybe pull some stuff or buy some stuff to get in there. But we let him handle that. All right. So everyone now knows if there's a if there's a T law in the drop, go find James. Um, so I think one of the other um, roles that you have, you're also involved in the service that Blockpacks provides to our community with the east to west and west to east uh, transfers, correct? Is that still you? Correct, yes. Um, Matt's, been, Matt's been a pretty big help there sometimes just because, um, you know, we like to try to be as timely as possible, get those things processed for you guys. So he'll help me out sometimes if, if I'm not right available to, um, to get those. But yeah, I've been handling that for the majority. Great, that's awesome. And I know there's been a lot of posts in uh, in Discord or wherever people try and time you to see how fast you guys can get those requests flipped around. Um, and it's it's pretty remarkable um, that you guys do it. For anyone that that doesn't know, you can hop in the Discord um, and check check that out as well. Um, but that's a, a great service, and I know a lot of people use that do you know um off the top of your head james like how many requests you get per day for that yeah so it's it's definitely um it definitely varies just around what we have going on in our ecosystem at a, a particular time um definitely when we have moments about to rip we have a surge in people looking to to make some swaps um so i'd say on on days where we're we're just really busy um, we could get to be about five to 10 per day, but then, um, on a particular day, like yesterday, um, there were none. So when we have, um, I'd say sales, when it's a sale, we have about to go live. It's, it's a good bit of people looking to, to get some ETH on main chain maybe, or, um, when the, the Raz and moments are about to rip or either just live, that's definitely when we have the bulk. Okay, cool. Um, so now I just want to pause and just let everyone know they're listening to um, the BPX break room. Um, I am Jen Khan, and this is my special co-host today, James from uh, BPX. And we're talking about a whole plethora of things. Um, the biggest one being the auctions um, that are now going on. Um, and there's one ending tomorrow. Um, and there's also a, a auction-like quick hit tonight. Hop in our Discord to find out what's going on. And again, you need BPX reward tokens to get that, which you can get at Uniswap. Um, and then I also like to encourage anyone from the audience that has any questions for James to come on up and um, ask about anything you guys want to hear from him, anything we've been talking about or something we missed. Um, I don't, I was looking, I think JJ was going to try and, I don't see him in the audience, so I might ask his question for him, if I can find it here. Um, I think it was about, oh, oh, here, I'll look for that and we'll have GT. 
Did you have a question? Yeah. Hey, hey, good morning. I'm, I, I guess I've, I've, I've never been able to hop onto the break room this early on the West Coast. So I'm really happy to be able to, um, to listen in. Thanks so, so much for the great conversation, Jen and James. Um, Oh, great. I'm glad you could join yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. You had a question for James? Yeah, I, I did. Um, James, you know, you were talking a little bit about all of the different awesome products and collectibles that, you know, BPX has to offer. And I'm wondering if there's any movement looking forward into, you know, maybe some things that might be future collectibles, for example, offering, you know, concert tickets or, you know, tickets to finals games or something like that as a part of the BPX auction or ecosystem or something like that. I know generally it's been focused on collectibles, um, but I'm wondering if, if you know, that, that might be something that you're thinking about looking forward. Yeah, so um, as of this moment, I know we don't have anything like that um, solidified, but yeah, we're definitely looking to diversify what we can offer for sale for BPX and, and things like that that have, um, you know, IRL actual assets and things like that outside of collectibles is definitely something we're looking to to potentially add into, um, into the ecosystem at some point. So um, again, I can't, I can't make any guaranteed promises whether it's going to be final tickets versus um, concert tickets or anything like that, but it's, it's definitely something we've been Taken into some uh, taken into consideration. Cool. Thanks for the response. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, GT. Appreciate it. Um, True Blue. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Good. I'm fabulous. Did you have a question for James? Um, definitely the red pill. <laughs> uh <laughs> that was great to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure he would get the reference. I'm like, I'm, I'm bewildered and baffled at this point. I don't know. I had to rethink my entire life. His youth was showing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. Um, no, not at all. Just wondering when we'll get some one-of-one one merch for the auction. Like limited edition earth merch. Um, you're speaking to like actual block packs or BPX like shirts and hoodies and things like that in the auction. Yeah. yeah. So we have had talks about um, putting in like we've we've been calling them swag packs. Um, okay. So swag packs have been an idea for us. But one of one um, merch items is actually um, a, a really good idea. It's not something that we we talked about, but um, I do like that idea. I have to to run that one by the team. But one of one merch um, could be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, I think that would I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I think like you know, not the one of one miners or, you know, because that would be specific to the holder, but something unique would be cool. Yeah, I agree for sure. And um like like I said, we we've been talking about getting those those swag packs. I know we had some talks with um Kyle from Dinger bats about maybe a, a BPX batter or things like that in the the Raz or an auction at some point, but yeah, um, merch sounds like pretty fun. And and to your point, we had the shirts in the past where we had um, geeks and things like that on there, so it would be pretty cool to see um, maybe even some of these NFTs get get tossed on a shirt for you guys. Cool, great question, Trubel. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks. 
Cloud, did you have a question for James? Yeah, definitely. So first of all, the auctions, I think they've been going awesome. I think you guys have actually absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, obviously, there's there's some early days issues, I guess. Uh, but just had a couple of comments and, and curious of what your thoughts are. And I know the team's already addressing some of them. But number one, you know, obviously having gas on each bid doesn't make as much a difference to those larger cards if somebody's willing to pay $25,000, $30,000 for a card. But if somebody's going for a $200, $250 card, feels like that could be a real hindrance. Uh, so I know you guys are doing the, the quick auction tonight, so no gas fees. But just curious on that point specifically, do you have any thoughts on where you would like to take it to sort of limit the those those fees. Yeah, so we've um, we have talked a, a little bit about what it would look like to to run an auction on Polygon versus ETH, and it does bring some some um, hurdles there, especially if we're looking at um, the particular vault collection that we have now for the marketplace being on ETH and, and the auction being on Polygon. But um, that that's something that we've we've talked about maybe when we. Um, when this thing is scaled and we have so many cards that, that are of um, a lower value where gas just kind of doesn't make sense to an extent, um, maybe having something available for Polygon then. But yeah, in the short term, um, like you said, the, the live auctions are definitely going to be a way for us to, to avoid that and let everybody kind of have that free reign to bid without having to worry about gas per transaction. Awesome. And I, I love that. You know, that was something that was brought up the very first night. And two or three days later, you're like, hey, let's do the, the Wednesday night quick auction. I love that. Uh, the other thing is obviously onboarding. That's that's the big thing. Whoever figures that out in this space is going to win. And getting people to onboard from Web2, those re in real life collectors. Do you see there being a risk having the bids require ETH, even if it's poly? I mean, it still requires ETH plus BPX, now you're throwing up two potential hurdles that could cause frustration. Um, do you see that as, as being some kind of hindrance for long-term growth? Do you, do you think that's just something that uh, people are going to get over once they see the value that's in these auctions? Just curious of what your, your thoughts are on that, and then I'm, I'll go ahead and jump off. Yeah, so I think um, as far as onboarding goes, I mean, there's there's a ton of hurdles when it comes to onboarding, and, and it's going to kind of vary from person to person. I do think that um, as people start to, to see our auctions and things like that, they'll be a lot more open to um, the, the fact that there is gas there, especially speaking more so to the um, people who are native to card collecting and aren't so native to Web3. Um, but I also think once they, you know, it's it's hard to watch certain cards that you might want to win and own just kind of hit the auction and not take that that leap of faith out there to buy them. So I think once we kind of get our um, name more spread about, you know, we have a lot of plans as the summer approaches, as national approaches to to keep spreading the word and, and getting new faces in here. But I think that's the biggest thing that, that we'll have cards up for grabs and once we reach the the people who are, like I said, just really interested in those that 
that'll pull them in. And there will be some who might say, hey, you know, um, I don't particularly want to get on gas, but we've talked about it too, where a lot of guys will come in here and do peer-to-peer swaps where, um, you know, maybe they know somebody who's trusted in the ecosystem and, you know, maybe they can either um, buy BPX from them through through a, a, a PayPal-type purchase or, or have them bid in BPX for them to start out to, to help. So there's there's a little bit where us as BPX, we can't do where the community kind of does um, fall in that place and help out. But I do think that, um, like I said, as we scale this thing out, the gas will become kind of like a, a afterthought to people. And they'll, they'll kind of build their strategies around the gas if that is really a, um, a problem for them. Perfect. Thank you. Yep, no problem. Thanks, Cloud. I appreciate it. Uh, Rody, I think you are next, and then I think True Blue has his his hand up. Yeah, question right. for James. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, hey, James. Um, I just had a question about the drip mechanics. I know people have been asking about it. Uh, myself also. Um, so it sounds like uh, takes maybe a year to fully vest. But what's the mechanic? I know there's a six month clock in there, and maybe just go through the details of of the mechanics of that. Yeah. So. Um, basically, after the six-month period, you'll receive a BPX drip. Um, right now, we actually have some offers going out for people to decide, you know, whether they want to to lock in the value of their drip or if they're they're willing to let that thing go up for auction. And in that case, the value that their card sells for at auction would end up determining the value of their BPX drip. But essentially, um, you'll come, you'll you'll get your drip in six months. And like you said, it'll take another six months, which is a total of 12 months from the end of the auction for it to fully emit that BPX. So you'll be able to to kind of clock, you know, how much BPX is there. Um, we're working on having the amount of BPX that the drip has stored visually displayed on the token. And basically it'll, it'll be a daily emission. So you can cash your BPX out from that drip early and um, it can continue to, to vest that BPX over time. Or if you just want to cash it all out completely, you could wait until that full six month period, which um, again is a year after the auction ends. And then you'd be able to come back in. And similarly to how you claim your BPX after an auction, you would use that to claim your BPX from the contract. Can I clarify one thing? So at, at are you are you vesting essentially from day one to six months, or does the vest start like day, or right at six months? You know that's day one. Does that make uh, sense? Wait, um, so at six months, at six months from now, will will there be some BPX in there that we can access, or does six months start the clock? Uh, six months will start the clock there. Okay, I see. Great, thank you. Yep, no problem. Thanks, Rody. I appreciate it. Uh, True Blue, you have your hand up. Did you have a another question? Yeah. Um, one more thing from what he was saying was: Is the drip based on the bid, with or without uh, the buyer's premium? So the amount you get first is the one hundred percent, and then the drip would be the one hundred twenty percent, which is with the buyer's premium. Oh. oh. That's right. Um, and then we, along with my other question earlier, is we need a black hoodie that's signed with everybody, signed from everybody on the team. 
up for auction. I think we could make a, a, cool. a signed hoodie happen. Do it. <laughs> Thank that would you. be cool. I, yeah, thanks, True Blue. I appreciate it. And James, just to clarify, I think um, so. We have the emails are going to start going out today uh, for some of those uh, deal or no deal type things with the drip. Um, and I think some people were asking to the the offer they get in the email. Um, does that that's going to include the? It would be like essentially the 120%. So it'll be whatever you guys value plus 120%. That would be the total drip that they are locking in as opposed to letting it go to auction, correct? So there's nothing more on top of that. Yeah, nothing more on top of that. Um, so yeah, in the, the emails, it, it pretty much will lay it out like which card and, and how much bpx is, is offered for that card and that'll be the the set in amount there's um you won't have to do like any math of, of adding on to that perfect it's the uh matt jumped on stage hello matt thank you for joining us let me unmute here hi guys uh yeah i'd asked the i asked a question in chat i figured i would jump on stage um, I was going to say one thing, too. I, I know I had asked the question that uh, I think GT had just asked, oh, I'm sorry, Rody had just asked about the vesting, quote unquote. Uh, I know Frankie said vesting is probably the not, not the right term to use, so um, maybe just be cognizant it's not necessarily that. <laughs> um, my question was, do we have any updates or any um, any solid timelines on when the BPX marketplace is coming, when we can just kind of list items for sale or have a true trustless trade system and we're not relying on, you know, to, to do that via OpenSea? Um, I can, I cannot speak to, um, exact timeline there. I know with the, um, with everything coming, devs have been working to, to add some more mechanics in there where we can start to let people trade and, and sell things for BPX, but I cannot speak to an exact timeline on that right now. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Matt. Um, so, James, one of my other questions for you is um, if you could convince Frenchie to go into some new territory or new project or silo or something for BPX, do you have an idea or a suggestion or something that you would like to see offered? Ooh, that that is a really good question. A really good question. Um, off the top of my head, no, it's it's not something. Believe it or not, it's not something that I've actually thought about of 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 what else we could kind of just toss into this ecosystem that would that would be truly beneficial for um, for the token for for us as a team and for the community. Um, but uh, gosh, that's that's a really good one. I'm not gonna lie, Jen. All right, that's it. fair enough. It, it was a, it was a it was a big one, and I threw it at you. So, um, yeah, I'll give you some time. I'll come back like in a week or two and ask you. So, how, so try this one. So, I know um, with it, we had touched a little bit on the um, the home team heroes, um, and you're very excited for that to come out. Um, but it's baseball for this first release, which you have admittedly said is not your strong point. 
um, and you are more into the the football aspects. So we've heard plans that this is hopefully going to come out with other sports and football um, maybe next. And we all know that the characters have names. So I'm assuming that you would fight to the death to have T-Law in the mix as represented in the home team heroes. Do you have a name that you would like for him? Um, so <laughs> the general nickname we have have from around the office, we, we've been calling him Sunshine, just uh, as a <laughs> reference to um, remember the Titans there. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's actually funny because um, Ronnie Bass ended up playing at the, the University of South Carolina and Trevor Lawrence went to Clemson. Um, but I can say, yes, Trevor, Trevor is one that I would definitely fight for to see him, see him appear in the, the HTH collection for the football season. We don't have a name for him actually locked in stone yet. <laughs> and I'm not sure um, Sunshine is going to be it, but um, yeah, he's, he's one that I'm excited to see come for sure. Can we can we maybe persuade the artist to kind of manufacture his likeness after your Halloween costume? <laughs> I, don't, that... I don't know that we um that we want that on the token <laughs> for sure, but <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> um, I see Cloud here is raising his hand. You have another question for James? Yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry if you already got into it. I joined a little late, but how did you join? block packs and you know where do you see yourself in the next like three years uh within within the ecosystem um so so yeah i finished up college in 2020 um i was going to school at the university of south carolina and majoring in advertising and after finishing school i just kind of hit the job market and um frenchie being um one of the owners here of the marketing agency um, just kind of stumbled upon an opening there and ended up getting hired and brought onto the team. And yeah, about a year after um, being here and working on those projects, Block Packs was birthed and um, just kind of ended up making a migration over into to Block Packs. So um, that's pretty much how I, I came about to the team here. Um, and in three years, um, yeah, I mean, we're we're building, so um, I'm interested myself to see you know where we where we can take this thing in three years. But um, definitely plan to to still be here, a part of the team, and and seeing it through. Cool, great question, Cloud. I appreciate it. Um, so I was scrolling through the comments, and someone, James, let's see if you can figure it out, asked the question: Can you still beat Vince Carter? <laughs> that has to be the um the guys at the office or maybe maybe Zeddy because I know it was the, the talk of the <laughs> the Dallas <laughs> show. But man, that, that's been a great running joke and story so far. So I have to give the a little bit of the backstory to it. Um we were just kind of talking about old retired players, you know, that we might be able to to compete with one day. And admittedly, I kind of overestimated <laughs> Vince's age, um, when we were first having the conversation, I was like, uh, didn't he finish like seven, eight years ago? But um, it's amazing how Vince just finished two or three years ago. And <laughs> and that's where my mind went with that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty confident basketball player. Um, I, I, <laughs> Coop gives me, gives me crap for it all the time because I stopped playing. <laughs> 
and I stopped playing through high school. But um, yeah, I, I love basketball, and and it's it's just one of those things where I'm kind of in that mindset of like, you know, like it's it's just hard to admit when somebody can beat me, but. I asked some of my former teammates, um, some guys I played with um, growing up and some guys I played with intramural in college and things like that. And <laughs> the general consensus was no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I scrolled through the comments. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> um, okay, uh, fantastic. So I don't see anyone else on stage. I think I got everyone. I think we hit the questions there. Um, so there are there any final thoughts or things that we didn't touch on or things that you wanted to to get out to everyone? Um, speak now. Floor's yours. Um, I, I guess just, you know, reminding everybody, like we said, you know, we have the, the live auction in Discord tonight. We'd love to see everybody um, come through, you know, if you um, are interested in bidding, obviously you can you can take some some time to bid. Um, it's going to be a pretty fun experience. It's the first time we're doing something like this, so it's going to be new. But um, I'm really excited about that one. So I um, just hope to see everybody come to Discord tonight and experience that. Um, but, yeah, we have TCG Thursday coming to a close. We got Weekly 2 um, hitting the auction platform pretty soon for guys to start bidding on. So um, it should be pretty fun. I mean, we, we have a lot of fun stuff coming in the next few weeks. Um, we're going to end up having, um, I know we've, we've kind of talked about this briefly um, already, but Raz is, is not dead. Raz is going to be coming back soon. So it'll be fun for um, everybody to experience that too. Um, um, but yeah, just just want to make sure everybody is is locked in, staying tuned. Um, we, we'll be blasting these things and, and singing about them from our social channels, from Discord, um, throwing out some emails and text messages if you're on that list too. So yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming in the next few days. Perfect. Awesome way to, to end the show. Um, I just wanted to put a few closing comments in there um, that the BPX community, we now have two community-driven spaces. This show, BPX Break Room, which is every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, and BPX After Dark, which is every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Jamps. Um, and I believe, James, you're pulling double duty this week because you are also going to be on After Dark with Jamps tomorrow night. Yes, correct. Yep, me and Jamps are going to be on. Um, that one should be pretty fun, too. Um, we've been doing, so far, we've had um, a few spaces for our alpha, our weekly, um, and this one particularly lands on TCG Thursday. So, um, yeah, it should be pretty fun to hang out with everybody, um, kind of watch that auction as it winds down. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. That should be fun. So, everyone, make sure you tune in there, bookmark it now, set your alarms. Um, and so, again, I just wanted to thank my guest, James. Um, you probably get tired of hearing that you're young, but for me, you are, and you give hope to my children in the future. You are very well-spoken, very well-educated. I appreciate everything you are doing, all of your hard work for BPX and for us as the community. So thank you so much for taking the time to come and chat with us. Um, thank you. I, I really appreciate um, appreciate the time, appreciate the kind words. Uh, um, and yeah, always glad to, to come on to these type things and spend some time with you guys, get to know you guys, let you guys see um, a little bit more of me. So yeah, always glad to. Awesome. 
Um, I also wanted to thank everyone that came up on stage, everyone that sent in questions, because um, without you guys, um, we wouldn't be able to put on a show like this. You guys are the best community in Web3. And um, to give a little heads up to what we're doing next week, um, we are going to do a rewind. Um, since I was not able to host the show with the Mad Queen, um, we're going to reboot that one. Um, and she is going to be my guest next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys tune in for that one as well and get your questions ready. And as always, I will end with my corny joke. Um, so for this week, it is how do snails fight? They slug it out. You've been listening to BPX Breakroom, which is broadcast live each Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. I've been your host, Discord user Jen Khan, and I wanted to thank today's co-host and you, the listener. A special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand and came up on stage, helping to make BPX the best community in Web3. BPX is a community built for collectors by collectors. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.